Hi, Greg Perry here for The Historic Preservationist. Today's episode is going to encompass how wood dries. It should be emphasized here that the so-called seasoning of wood is a water removal process rather than the chemical modification process that is associated with seasoning certain foods or with curing of hides. As previously discussed, it involves removing all of the free water and part of the bound water down to the target equilibrium that is suitable for the finished item. One is tempted to wonder why lumber can't simply be placed in an oven to drive off sufficient moisture, as it is done when determining moisture content. We certainly get the moisture out, but the uneven shrinkage would totally ruin the lumber or timber involved. The drying sequence is a continuously changing process, but there are three stages through which every piece of wood must pass during drying. Understanding these stages will reveal how stresses and defects develop in the final piece of timber. Assume we take a plank of green wood and dry it under rather drastic conditions by placing it into an oven. Let's visualize the cross-section of the plank, well away from the ends. Initially, it is uniformly well above the fiber saturation point in moisture content. During stage one, the piece is free of stress and defects because although moisture, which is free water, is escaping from the surface, No shrinkage has yet taken place. Eventually, the moisture content of the wood near the surface drops below the fiber saturation point. The layer of wood near the surface, referred to as the shell, in contrast to the interior zone known as the core, begins to shrink, or at least attempts to. The critical shrinkage being considered here is perpendicular to the grain. Longitudinal shrinkage is insignificant in this regard, but the shell cannot shrink as much as it wants to because the fully swollen core holds it in oversized position. The shell, therefore, develops tension perpendicular to the grain around the outside of the board. If these stresses exceed the strength of the wood, surface cracks will develop to relieve a portion of the stress. At the same time, the encircling tensile stress from the shell contracting around the core places the core in compression. This compression stress, added by the capillary tension of free water being dried from the cells, may cause internal buckling of the wood cells in the core, called collapse, which may severely distort the board. But suppose the stresses are not severe enough to cause surface checks or collapse. The shell nevertheless continues to dry and becomes set in an oversized condition. As drying conditions further, the shell surface begins to level out at a low moisture content. Subsequently, the core continues drying, eventually drops below fiber saturation point and attempts to to shrink making the transition to stage three. As the core tries to attain a smaller dimension, it not only draws the shell inward, 
but also gradually develops a reversal of stresses such that the core itself, being held outward by the shell, is now in tension and pulls the shell into compression. Stage 3 has been reached, and the wood is said to have been case-hardened. With the shell in compression, any surface checks that develop in Stage 2 now close up. If the case-hardening tensile stresses in the core are great enough, internal separation of the wood called honeycomb can occur. Honeycomb is the worst effects that lumber can develop. These internal checks are often ex extensive and extensions of the surface checks developing in stage two as stress reversal follows in the transition to stage three. Even when the piece is eventually at uniform moisture content throughout, it will remain case hardened. If such a plank is resawn, the two halves will cup. Anyone can duplicate these stages and develop a case-hardened and even honeycomb board. Simply take a freshly cut flat-sawn oak board and coat it well with a moisturizing sealer and place it in an oven about 212 degrees Fahrenheit or a bit warmer. In a day or two, you'll probably have a case-hardened board. If case-hardening develops in lumber, it must and can be removed in a dry kiln as discussed. So here is the catch-22 that must be resolved. No moisture will move except from areas of higher moisture content to areas of lower moisture content. Therefore, to get moisture to move out of a board, you have to set up a moisture gradient. That is, a condition of moisture difference within the wood. Drier at the surfaces than in the interior. If the gradient isn't steep enough, Moisture will scarcely move, but since variation in dryness produces variation in shrinkage, stresses develop. To minimize the str these stresses, the gradient must be moderate, but then the moisture won't move fast enough. In the end, we must compromise between drying speed and drying defects.